Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We will start today's show the same way we start every show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Good afternoon. Here's the first thing you need to hear today. I'm uh, very excited to tell you about uh, Al Roker. Sweet revenge Ooh. from Al Roker. He's gotten the last laugh in the Megyn Kelly disaster. Let's have a listen to uh, a little bit of uh, what happened earlier. Today. As you know, we are starting a new chapter in the third hour of our show. As it evolves, we want you to know that the entire Today family will continue to bring you informative and important stories, just as we always have. That is, of course, Hoda Kotb, Hmm. not Al Roker, but Al Roker was sitting to her left. And I think Melvin Craig, is that his name? Did I get right? Melvin Yeah. Anyway, he uh, was sitting to her right. The three of them kicked off that uh, nine o'clock hour today. Of course, uh, that was previously held by another Megyn Kelly, who took a departure yesterday, last week. And uh, for a lot of reasons we'll talk about. But um, it looks like he, that is Al Roker, will be a part of whatever show uh, or uh, hour goes forward in that nine o'clock time slot. Interesting. Probably won't because, I mean, she can't. She's doing all sorts of stuff already. But. Al Roker is allegedly going to be uh, filling a slot in whatever that is. Some role in that hour. Interesting. Uh, Yes. And he was very, very outspoken after Megyn Kelly made the remarks that ultimately. Craig Melvin, by the way, not Melvin Craig. Sorry. You know, sometimes, you know, it's like you're reading a phone book and you like to. You know, last name first, first name last. Anyway, uh, it was Al Roker was one of the voices that was very outspoken after Megyn Kelly uh, made the remarks that she made um, that ended up kind of eventually being the nail in the coffin that that led NBC to terminate her employment. Um, Al Roker was one of the ones saying, yeah, she owes an apology not only to the viewers, but also to all the Afri- African-American people. Uh, who she offended with the yeah, things not that the she viewers. said. He, she would, had apologized to her co-workers, which she rightly pointed out. Mm. Like You don't owe an apology to your co-workers yeah. so much as you owe an apology to every black person yes. in the United States of America. Yeah, yeah. so so in, yes, to your point, Bradley, 
kind of uh, a little bit of sweet revenge, at least from where yeah, we're sitting. Well, I mean, if it gets him an extra hour's worth of pay, I'm sure he'll be happy. I'm for it. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Well, last week, Bradley, I thought, you know, the World Series was going on. We had to have somebody who knows something about the World Series bring us all the information. Well, today, Bradley, the World Series is over. Oh. But it all came to it all came to a close over the weekend with two games that occurred over the weekend. Oh. And my son Ollie, who's our World Series expert, uh, he has he has everything up to date what happened over the weekend with the all World right. Series. Let's get a World Series update from someone who actually follows sports. Here's Colleen's kid, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. This is Ollie with your World Series update. The World Series returned to Los Angeles to Los Angeles on Friday in Game 3 at Dodger Stadium turned out to be a classic. This was the longest World Series game ever. 18 innings. The Dodgers won 3-2 thanks to walk-off home run from Max Muncy in the bottom of the 18th. In Game 4, the Dodgers looked to be in control after Yasiel Puig's three-run homer in the bottom of the sixth, sixth put the team up 4 to nothing. But the Red Sox were not worried. They ended up scoring nine runs between the seventh and ninth innings to take Game 4 the final score of 9-6. to six. That put them up three games to on the World Series. Game 5 was all, all the Red Sox. They scored two runs in the first with Steve Pierce's two-run homer. Two runs would be all they would need, but they added a a few more to win. Game 5 with a final score of 5-1 and captured the 2018 World Series. This team's worth... This team's fourth World Series win in the past 15 seasons. This is Ollie with your World Series update. So that's a math problem if ever I've heard one. Did you catch who no. won the World Series? Um it was the Red Sox? Yes. Oh, okay. This is the uh teams how, how many have they won in the past 15 seasons, Bradley? Did you catch that? No, I did not catch that. This is their fourth win in oh. 15 seasons. Well, they must be very happy. They are what, what, very happy. Was Ollie happy? Ollie yeah. was happy. This he was very happy especially because this happened to be the year that we visited Fenway Park for the first time and saw the uh, Boston Red Sox play. So he was very excited about that. And also, listen, he writes these all down. And so I like pointed out to him. I said, can you even read this name? And the name was Yasiel Puig. Yeah, I heard that name. I've never heard that name before. He goes, yeah, mom, that's Yasiel Puig. He goes, he's hilarious. I go, all right, fine. Awesome. Go. I think people people have learned a lot. Well, I hope that you have also, Bradley, learned a lot. I mean... Did you catch how long was Friday night's game? How many innings? I don't know. 18 innings. 18 innings? Yes. How was that even possible? It was... They went into extra innings. 18 innings. It was the longest World Series game ever. It was a record. 18 innings. That's insane. How yeah. long did it go for? 18 innings. No, no. I mean the time. Like how I don't long know, does that actually. actually take? That one, I don't know, but a long time. Uh, so that was kind of big. Walk-off home run. Uh, by Max Muncy in the bottom of the 18th inning. Mo Max Muncy. I see that you're not any more interested in. I mean, baseball look, than I am were. glad that Ali is, and I'm glad that he was able to translate for us. But I, that's just too many numbers for me to keep track of. Let's move on to something that'll be easier for you to keep track of. How about that? Number three. That's another number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. The third thing we think we you need to hear to be in the know today. 
Oh, man, Bradley, I got got on Friday. I was had. We were all had. Well, you were had more than others. All people were had. Because remember the picture that went viral of Justin Bieber sitting mm-hmm. on a park bench Ooh. eating a burrito sideways. Yeah. And you all of a sudden had found this new way of eating burritos that you thought was well, I thought, totally genius. I thought, you know, there's logic to that. You know who else also fell for that? Uh, Chrissy Teigen also was like, actually, yes, that is a good way to eat a burrito. It had people talking. Guess what? <laughs> well, there's a reason they had it. People, it had people talking, and that, we're talking about it now. None of it was real. None of it was real. Not only was that not uh, really a, a sideways. Not only does Justin Bieber not eat burritos sideways. That wasn't even Justin Bieber. <sighs> Yeah. Who was it? That was a group called Yes Theory trying to make a photograph of a fake Justin Bieber go viral, and it worked. They made a 12-minute video explaining exactly wow. how they did it. Okay. Here's just Let's a little a bit listen. of that video. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. That photo of Justin Bieber eating a burrito sideways was completely staged, and we are the ones that did it. We've never pulled off anything like this before, but engineering a viral story that has nothing to do with Yes Theory has been a challenge we've always wanted to do. And when we stumbled upon Brad Souza's Instagram, the uncanny Justin Bieber lookalike, the dots connected. So they found a guy who is like an uncanny Justin Bieber lookalike. It looks like him. It's unreal. It's uncanny. Um, it's uncanny. And they uh, they flew him in and they sat they had like they had brainstorm sessions where they were like, OK, what can we do with this guy? How can we kind of make this go viral? So they talked about things that they know about what makes something go viral. They and then they brought this guy in. They had to make him look like today's Justin Bieber because yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't like follow. He doesn't like follow along with Justin Bieber's look to look always look like Justin Bieber. So they made him look all scrubby and weird, like Justin Bieber does. Uh, and they had decided ahead of time, wouldn't it be funny if he was just sitting alone on a park bench eating a burrito sideways? And that's what they did. And then they tried to, you know, send out the photograph to all different types of, of uh, tabloids and put it up on Reddit so and all over the place. they actually took the photograph. They didn't like lure exactly. some like paparazzo to, no. to take the photograph? Correct. They took the photographs uh, and then they were the ones that tried to push it out to all the different types of media. And then uh, eventually, and it took a long, long time. In fact, they kind of studied other uh, viral, you know, moments that were fake that yeah. had gone viral they studied those types of things to see kind of, and there were ones that had taken up to four days or more. And so it really, it took them a while to get this one going. And then here it was on Friday. And now they've revealed to us today that in fact, we were all pranked. I mean, it's hilarious actually. It's and it also goes, it also goes against the notion that you can't make something go viral, that viral by its very nature is something that's unpredictable or unexpected. But um, this would seem to prove otherwise that you can actually make something go viral. I would say, though, that the the fact, the reason, and it would be interesting to find out, you know, through some reporting how this all went down. It to me, it seems as though the the reason it went viral is because there was some laziness involved, and presumably there's some egg on the face or some burrito sideways on the face of whomever published it first, mm-hmm. right? Because if you didn't, you know, if you took the photo not knowing where it came from or not thinking too terribly critically about where it came from. It almost needs to be like generations removed uh, in order for somebody to grab at 
it and then like pass it off as being Justin Bieber. Yeah. Right. Because, well, I do think, you know, to your point, Bradley, we do have this conversation about how hard, how, you know, it's like lightning in a bottle when something goes viral. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but this does prove to us and we've seen it happen before. Yeah. Things go viral. It's not particularly easy for something to go viral, but it is possible to kind of push something into the viral, you know, internet sphere. It happens. We've seen people manipulate it in the past. Um, but it does have, there is, there is sort of like a place. There's a mistake that happens somewhere oh, yeah. in the well, ripple no, clearly, of it. Clearly, whoever, whoever they first sent that photo to did not do their job because they should have been able to figure out this photo did not come from a reputable, you know. Well, they first source. sent it out to a bunch of people. It was, yeah. it was like, and none of them took it. It took like a, a few days. Yep. It took a few um, sort of generations removed before it started actually picking up steam. What is also interesting is the actual Justin Bieber never has commented on it, has never said a word about That's it. That's hilarious. Yeah, but if you really look at what's interesting to me is if you look at that at the picture of the now we know Justin Bieber lookalike sitting alone on a bench eating a sideways burrito, the body, like his everything about his mannerisms, I mean, that is an uncanny replica oh, of Justin sure. Bieber yeah. because he's I bought it from from word one. Hopefully he's getting paid. Well, and I think the reason people bought it is because nobody's thinking too terribly deeply about whether or not that's actually Justin Bieber, right? It's a f- clever story. People are like, oh, look, sideways burrito. We were all talking about eating a burrito sideways. Yeah. Not Justin Bieber. Right. And also we all believed Justin Bieber would eat a burrito sideways yeah. because Justin Bieber. Yeah. Elizabeth Reese is coming in. She's bringing all the dirt from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. Yeah. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought the dirt from Hollywood. The Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Hello. indeed. Here's the situation when you go on a reality show you shoot the content of your life. And then when the show airs, you have to watch it happen. Oh, Again, yeah. This is what Khloe Kardashian is going through. Um, there are some people Let's who are right. tweeting to her uh, that they feel so bad that she had to go through what Tristan did while filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ooh. The next episode is apparently like the big cheating bombshell Ooh. episode. Yikes. Um, this is, of course, we all know that her boyfriend, Tristan Thompson, who is the father of her darling daughter, uh, cheated on her while he was pregnant. She was pregnant with and he cheated with multiple women. Mm-hmm. Um, just two days after the news broke, Khloe Kardashian gave birth to their first child, Little True. And then she stood by Tristan. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Even though he was unfaithful to her, uh, Chloe replied to that person on Twitter um, who said, if I'm not wrong, the next episode will be insane. Chloe says, sadly, it will. I signed up to show the good and the bad, right? The bad is very hard to relive, but it's life. Mm. Is it though? Is it? (laughs) Well, to which I would honestly say, like, you know, you did sign up to show it and you did sign up to do this, you know, and certainly she's going to have to engage in conversations about it. But does she have to watch it? She doesn't have to watch it. No. Well, also, most of what this family does for the purposes of their show is not real. Or if it is, it's completely manipulated in such a way as to make for great television, which makes me think like one of two things. Either you're supremely dumb by continuing to invo- involve <laughs> if it's real. Yeah. Why are you involving yourself in that? Other than for the paycheck. If it's not real or if you're manipulating things. Then you don't care. Then you yeah, don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't true. Care at all. That's a good point. There you go, Chloe. Uh, new chapter when it comes to the 9 a.m. hour of the Today franchise. Uh, Megan Kelly out. And um, Hoda Kotb, Craig Melvin, and Al Roker replaced her in the show's first 9 a.m. <laughs> slot since NBC confirmed that Megyn Kelly's hour was canceled last week. And um, Hoda said, today, as you know, we are starting a new chapter in the third hour of our show as it evolves. We want you to know that the entire Today family will continue to bring you informative and important stories just as we always have. You know, it is something that um, the three people who then are sitting there saying, welcome to the new 9 a.m. hour of the Today Show are all African American. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's sending it. That was a deliberate choice from, you know, the people there from both the anchors who were there and the brass at NBC. Absolutely. And then Jenna Bush Hager took over the hosting duties after the first 20 minutes and was later joined by Al Roker and um, Craig Melvin. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you as a person who has made a career for herself on the television. I have. So explain to me, not that you necessarily have all the answers, but um, why... Why all of this for a nine o'clock hour on ABC? NBC. Was NBC. Mm-hmm. NBC, yeah. Why all of this for an hour of television on NBC? Um, was it just that they wanted uh, Megyn Kelly so bad that they shoved her in this spot yeah. with the promise of other things? Or is there just something about this nine o'clock hour that I don't understand? It was it was purely because everybody wanted Megyn. Okay. It was just this... This like she was in a great situation. She mm-hmm. was in the the situation that we would all love to be in, which is that your contract is up, your star is up and everybody wants you. And mm-hmm. that is how you get the big paycheck. You know, I mean, that that, that is yet to happen to me. Yeah, That's the moment that everybody hopes for in but their the career, key to right? Making, you know, in this type of business, the key to making the really big bucks is to have somebody else want you. Yeah. And then either the place you're at ponies up or you move over to that place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's the story that's that has happened time and time again. Yeah. And that's how it aligned for her. And then she was able to choose what she wanted 
from NBC, she was able to, she had all the cards. And so NBC said, what do you want? And she wanted a schedule that was better for her family. She didn't want to do the evenings anymore, mm-hmm. which I can totally get. What's weird about that is though, like going into this, didn't we all see that like, this is a weird, it was not a good idea. She was no, going to be we, doing. Yeah. We yeah, all saw everybody that. Everybody saw it. And, and we all saw from the very beginning that the numbers weren't there. She was having a, do you remember the first couple of weeks of the show we just weren't seeing her like connect. There was no well because she was trying to be like an Oprah light. Yeah, and that's not who we think of when we think of Megyn Kelly. No. We think of like tough investigative mm-hmm. journalists potentially, yeah. right? Like she had been a, a, a like a host. However, I think she people were like feeling that she had some chops journalistically and could have done some hard hitting. I mean, things. she's good on television. There's no question about it. But thinking that she is a good fit for a morning program is just wrong. It just isn't. It's just not a good. It's not a good time slot for her. I mean, there are different people for different times of day. There's this piece of me that wonders, and I may may be making hay, but whatever, go with me on this. That I I, I honestly think that this is something that probably women in this career at this level have to face all the time, is that there's an assumption that because you're a woman, that you can and should do this sort of like soft, fluffy, Oprah-like type of show, right? We saw Meredith Vieira, or, or not Meredith Vieira, we saw Katie Couric. Yeah have a have a go at it that that is the when maybe that's just not their strength and that's okay it's also just it's a really hard arena so even when you have people who are really good like that single person talk show is hard it's a whole different skill set and people don't maybe realize that i give jason credit all the time i'm always like you by yourself that single person talk show is the hardest thing Mm. So, there you go. Thanks for all that yummy Thanks dirt, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Thanks, friends. We need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. 30 no seconds effort. to answer all five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You will win a prize. It's the, the Colleen and Bradley Show. Okay. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And it's time for the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? I've got April on the line. And Bradley, what is April playing April, for today? you are playing for a pair of passes to an advanced screening of Boy Erased on Monday, November 5th at Southdale. You ready? Yes. Good. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who is Zoe Kravitz's mom? Um, pass. Gene Simmons is a member of what band? Kiss. Westeros is the location of what TV series? Pass. Better Call Saul is a spinoff of what TV show? Breaking Bad. The cartoon character Goofy is what kind of animal? Dog. Who is Zoe Kravitz's mom? Oh, pass. Uh, Westeros is the location of what TV series? Oh, April. I'm sorry, so sorry. You didn't win the 30-second pop culture challenge today, but you can play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. Uh, Let's answer those questions so so people can feel the satisfaction. Is Zoe Kravitz's mom? That's Lisa Bonet. And uh, Westeros is the location of? Game of Thrones. Indeedly do. All right, now that we have played the 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items. 
that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Monday. Let's start with a confirmed blind item Ooh, from Crazy Days and Nights.net. Why not? That means that a name has been published as the identity of the subject of the blind item. Let's well, okay. think about an A-literate, A-plus-list, mostly movie actor. Mm. So this person's first name and last name start with the same We've been doing letter. doing a lot of those lately. Mm-hmm. We have been. Now, see if you can guess this one. Okay. Ever wonder if edibles and LSD are a good combination? Ooh. They aren't. Just ask this illiterate, oh, A plus list, mostly movie actor who had to be locked in a room for six hours just to keep him safe. Okay. An illiterate, A plus list, list, mostly movie actor. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb just because this is the first illiterate, A plus, mostly movie actor that sprung to mind Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all oh, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Because really? He likes the drugs. Yes. Also, I Ooh. don't know that LSD is a good combo of anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Let me fill in the Ooh. blank for you. Ever wonder if edibles and LSD are a good combination? They aren't. Just ask Matthew McConaughey, who had to be locked in a room for six hours just to keep himself safe. Yikes. Okay. Was that before or after he gave those people a turkey? What? There was a story over the weekend that he gave like some cops in Texas a turkey for Thanksgiving or something. I don't know. Something about Matthew McConaughey giving somebody a turkey. Uh, this was back in September. Oh, okay. So, so this, this was, was after or before, before the, turkey. the turkey. This was before the turkey. The turkey. I just wondered if maybe he was given turkeys on LSD. Oh, I don't know. It would be kind of weird. It would be. Stranger things have happened, though. I kind of felt like when you said that, you were on LSD for a second there. <laughs> Uh, no. But he's not, for the record. No, he is not. Let's move on. Uh, let's think about a permanent A-list, mostly movie actor. The subject of this blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. Again, a permanent A-list, mostly movie actor. Here we go. This permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who every single last one of you knows is married to a much younger woman. He has been for a while. He is cheating on her with someone even younger. So the way that's written, it makes it sound like we shouldn't know that they're married. No, we do know that he is married to a younger woman. It just sounded vaguely like, yeah, anyway. Meaning that this person's celebrity has now transcended the world of just being an actor. He's kind of a a meme, if you will. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, A-list, mostly movie actor who every is married to a much younger woman. Um... Okay. What A-list actor do we know that's married to a much younger woman? Much younger woman. I am, oh. Let's see. It's not GC, George Clooney. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Jeez. Um, this person is an actor. They uh, star in advertisements. They're also a musician. We've sampled some of their music here on the Colina Bradley Show. Um, a musician? Yoko Ono? Well, that makes me think of like Johnny Depp, but it's not Johnny Depp because he's no, not married. Right. Um, this person has a very distinct way of talking. Uh, um, and you could kind of do a, uh, an impersonation of the way that he likes to talk. Really? I Which like, I just did. I know. For I you. know. Thank I'm you. sure you did, and I'm trying really hard. Do that again, Hals. Uh, he kind of talks like this a little bit, and he's quite stylish. He's also a jazz musician, and he is married to a much younger woman. He has several children with them. Jeff Goldblum. 
Oh my God! How did you figure out Jeff Goldblum from that impersonation? Because oh, I just well, she said something that made me uh, think about it. Did you say jazz musician? Yes, I did. Yeah, because remember we played a little bit of his jazz music recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. Jeff Goldblum is stooping a much younger woman. Yikes. Yes. Let me fill in the blank okay, for you. So Jeff fun. Goldblum, who we all know is married to a much younger woman, he has been married to this woman for a while. However, Jeff Goldblum is cheating on her with someone even younger. Ooh. Okay. Wow, well, don't care I, about who Jeff Goldblum. Who knew Jeff but... Goldblum had such game? I mean, have you seen him lately? He's I not, guess. Not with those bad. commercials for, what was it again? What was he doing commercials for? Apartments. Yes, it was apartments.com. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Let's think about a foreign-born, A-list, mostly television actress. Okay. A foreign-born, A-list, mostly television actress is subject of this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. At oh, and also a former tweener celebrity. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. At this point. The foreign-born A-list mostly television actress is going to have to go through the wedding to the former tweener celebrity. She has half a dozen sponsors and is making a ton of money from the wedding. Mm. Priyanka. It's a Chonus moment. It is a Chonus moment. Yes. Yes. Oh, fill in the blank. Did you say this was confirmed? No, this isn't confirmed. Let me fill in the blank for you. At this point, Priyanka Chopra is going to have to go through with that wedding to Nick Jonas. Priyanka has half a dozen sponsors and is making a ton of money from the wedding. That's so weird. I just, I don't, I just need to know. Somebody needs to follow these people around. I need to know what's actually going on because this is just so ludicrous, this entire thing. Well, again, you know, and I think we even talked about this when we talked to NT Lawyer, who provides the blind items uh, on crazydaysandnights.net. When we talked to NT Lawyer, we asked specifically about this relationship because, I'm so curious about what makes uh, a fake Hollywood relationship go to the point where they actually end up walking down the aisle, right? Yep. And this kind of tells that story, right? So she has, they've now gotten themselves so committed to this relationship. It almost is like they didn't know how to tell the story in a, in a, um, in a decent way that, that gave them an out, right? Because exactly. they've made it go so quickly, and now they're to the point where if they don't walk down the aisle, there's too much riding on it. Yeah, well, but that makes me just think it was all planned from the beginning, right? So this is all, like, they both know what's going on. This is a completely, you know, done for the purposes of, um, for exactly what's happening, which is money. Um, yes. Yes. So, can I jump in, please? Yeah. Instead of Holly, you doing another one before we go to break, um, because I have a story about <laughs> the blind items. So the blind yes. items are done by crazydaysandnights.net, right? Yes. That's a website. Yes. You know, there's also a podcast. Yes. So C-D-A-N-C Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. You can pay for it, blah, blah, blah. We talked about it last week in the context of Amanda Bynes, yes. right? Um, the guy who runs the site is called Enti Lawyer. That's the nickname. Well, I was telling you in the break, Colleen, about this. Um, I don't want to bore you with the details, but essentially it gets to the identity of who Enti Lawyer actually is. Mm-hmm. And I just connected some dots mm-hmm. and it might change your life forever. So crazydaysandnights.net run by a guy named Enti Lawyer. Well, there's another guy doing a podcast about blind items who Enti Lawyer called out for reading his blind items verbatim, saying, you didn't give me credit. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the guy said, actually, I did. And the credit I gave is to RDS, I think, or RDL, some initials and a guy named Jake Bloom, insinuating that that is who Enti Lawyer is. It's two people. One of them is Jake Bloom. Uh-huh. Who do you know who Jake Bloom is? OK, I got to Google this because don't, don't Google it because I'm going to tell you. I want to oh, okay. walk you down how I just connected these dots. OK, so Jake Bloom is an attorney mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Right. That would make sense because we know Enti Lawyer describes himself as a 300-pound entertainment lawyer. Right. So we got an email earlier today from someone who is also listening to this podcast who... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For instance, episode about Johnny Depp. Yes. And in that email said, oh God, you're not going to want to tell Lori about Johnny Depp. Uh, or the inform- uh, this particular podcast about Johnny Depp because it's going to kind of rock her world. Yeah. So I'm Googling separately who J- who is Jake Bloom, like you were just going to do. Yes. Do you know who Jake Bloom is? Is he... Johnny Depp scores big win in lawsuit against ex-lawyer Jake Bloom. Stop talking. What? So, bing, bang, boom, it makes me think this Jake Bloom... The ex-lawyer of Johnny Depp might be Enti Lawyer. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I don't even know what to do with myself right now. Right? We're going to be oh. so there's So for those of you who aren't this. deep into this, and I get it, just understand that what we're saying is that the guy who runs this website about blind items that we've been relying on heavily might be the entertainment lawyer that once uh, represented Johnny Depp. And you'll remember that that kerfuffle goes all the way back to like his... Um, you know, his money troubles. Okay. So we'll do some digging. We'll do some stuff, but we're hot on the trail. Doesn't that kind of blow your mind? That blows my mind. When we come back, I mean, I don't even know how we follow up that kind of mind blowing stuff with some more chonus, but we're gonna, uh, but we're gonna, we're gonna uh, we gotta pull together the Cobra gang uh, and solve a little mystery having to do with the relationship of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show. Well, whenever there's a, a mystery we can't solve or we think needs solving on The Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to pull together a little group of uh, mystery solving people. We call ourselves the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Picture it, Sicily 1940. No, actually, picture it this weekend, yesterday, Tiffany's Blue Box Cafe, New York City. Huh. That is where, Colleen, Priyanka Chopra looked absolutely stunning. Stunning? Stunning. At her bridal shower. Oh. Now, um, so Priyanka Chopra, part of Chonus, right? Yes. Fake relationship that's gone Hollywood. Yes. Uh, all for the purposes of making big bunny, big bunny, big money and uh, a career. Mm-hmm. If uh, you believe the rumors that we've been shilling for 
months now. Um, so she had her bridal shower and there were some photos posted. And obviously I'm curious as to like, what is this experience like? And of course it's very she, she it's at Tiffany's blue box cafe, which is at the Tiffany store. And it's like Tiffany blue, green, aquamarine, whatever color that is. It's Mm -hmm. that Tiffany colored. The entire cafe is in that color. Um, and the only, it goes here. Let me read a little bit to you. It goes, Priyanka looked nothing short of angelic in a gorgeous white gown at her bridal shower at Tiffany's Blue Box Cafe in New York City on October 28th, which included stars like uh, Kelly Ripa. So I'm like, oh, cool. I want to find out who was at this dumb thing. Well, then I'm scrolling through the article and it's Kelly Ripa. There's a picture of Kelly Ripa showing up to the uh, Blue Box Cafe. And then I went to other articles to find out, okay, so maybe they just like focused on the one. I can't find any others. There's like some pictures of her with like friends or people that I didn't know particularly, Hmm. which made me think like, is she having a hard time getting people to show up to her bridal shower? Because remember at every opportunity insofar as this wedding between Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra is concerned, Mm -hmm. We always see like high profiled celebrities, namely people like Meghan, Meghan Markle, Markle, et cetera, attached to this woman. Like yes. she does a great job of sort of throw casting celebrities about her. But then for her actual bridal shower, which happened last night, like I see Kelly Ripa showing up. That's it. And it's literally Kelly Ripa like showing up in a nice little outfit and i mean it's just no fanfare or anything isn't that a little disturbing so like what is that all about do you think so here's if i just if i can just sort of tease out what is going through my mind in this moment right first of all what did that last blind item say to us that we read about priyanka chopra and nick jonas's wedding at some point crazy days and nights.net or at this point the Foreign born A minus list, that is Priyanka Chopra, is going to have to go through the wedding to, is going to have to go through with her wedding to Nick Jonas. She has half a dozen sponsors and is making a ton of money. Okay, well, do you know who one of the sponsors is? One of the sponsors of her wedding? No. Is Tiffany. And we already know that because remember that uh, when we know that, we know that because when we first saw the engagement ring, it was all. Oh, it was a Tiffany because they shut down the the store for Nick Jonas. And they did this whole big long, all these articles about uh, she was at some celebration and she was talking at length about all the sentimental things about the Tiffany diamond ring that he had picked out, blah, 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 which, you know, damn well, there was no sentimental nothing about it. They got it for free yeah. and they, they're they in bed with Tiffany. They haven't had sex with each Well, they're not in bed with each other because That's they true. haven't had sex yet. True. So apparently, uh, so I'm guessing and I'm sure it makes perfect sense, right? That Tiffany is yeah. one of the sponsors. Yep. So, of course, they're offering up the their Blue Box Cafe or whatever. Now, look at all the other pictures that you see in the gallery from the uh, from the bridal shower. They're all just of her. Yeah. Her standing up against the Tiffany sign. Oh, how convenient. Her walking in through the doors. Mm. Her standing next to the cake and next to the bride sign. They're not. But what's we? Yeah. Yes. Th- what I'm saying is it's all staged. And I'm sure she was like put out a call to any and all celebrities and was like, yeah, we'll pay you, you know, whatever, some hourly fee or whatever to be there if you just show up. And the only one who took the call was Kelly. Ripa. I mean, and also, can we just talk about how like 
sad the pictures from her quote bridal shower are. Oh, they're it's pathetic. literally her go- like her outside the building. Yeah. Standing in front of concrete. By herself. It's her by herself going through the uh, rotating door. It's her standing next to a credenza with the word bride uh, spelled out in silver uh, lame balloons or yeah. whatever that mylar balloons. And then there's like a sad picture of Kelly Ripa showing up. Like That's it's it. so That's weird. That's all there is. Especially again when you consider that this is a woman who is who is essentially... <laughs> Like whoring out her her friendship to Meghan Markle for the purposes of you know selling her wedding. Yes. So one of two things: either it's totally fake, and it's totally fake. Yeah. So in the vein of it being totally because, fake, because what do we know? Nothing is real, and everyone smokes. Also, Kelly Ripa is totally fake. No, I. Because I think that celebrities don't want to get near this because they smell it for what it exactly. is. Exactly. And I think yeah. that that's exactly what's happening. Kelly Ripa was like, I don't have anything better to do. Well, also, she probably thought I could get like some Tiffany swag. She wanted the swag. I mean, Kelly, Maybe she is sponsored by Tiffany. She no. might actually. You know what? That's the other thing. We should probably pull that thread a little bit. Kelly Ripa might actually be sponsored by Tiffany's. Somebody get on that. All right. Also, I'm looking. I'm literally looking on Google for Tiffany and Company and Kelly Ripa to right. see what relationship they have. When we come back, quick question: uh, There's a petition to move Halloween to the last Saturday in October. Bradley thinks October it should always be on a weekend. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Should Halloween always be on a week? Thanks to my ongoing treatment at Wonder Warrior Project, I'm learning that the journey is the destination. Learn about our no-cost mental health programs for post-9-11 veterans and their families at WoundedWarriorProject.org slash support. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash RedCard to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply.